that lets you save there are two different types of carbohydrates and they react entirely different in our body and that's all there is to it Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. Whether you're listening across the country or as a podcast around the world. We couldn't be more excited to have you here with us to talk a brand about a brand new topic. Today we're talking about carbs. I gotta tell you, <laughs> far too many people are afraid of carbs. Carbs are okay, but there is a difference. There's a difference between good carbs and not so good carbs. Clean carbs and less than. We call them simple carbs or quick carbs or slow digesting carbs complex carbs. I know this is something that a lot of people stay away from. We got, I don't even know, we got the Adkins, we got the keto, I don't even know what the paleo is. (laughs) We got all kinds of different ones, but I think in a lot of cases, people are afraid of carbohydrates and they're, I'm going to, I'm going to argue (laughs) that it's okay. It's okay to have carbs. Just make sure you're having the right ones. I'm also going to bring on a couple clips on here from some other experts in our field. We got Dr. Hyman coming on, and we got a short clip, and he's going to explain his take on complex carbs. And we've got Dr. Axe as well. We got a short audio clip of him, and he's going to tell you about complex carbs. Also, his opinion and his perspective, and why clean carbs are okay for you. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. So today we're talking about carbs. We talked about a, a brief overview of macronutrients and then fats. Talked about healthy fats, so you can always go back and check out those. And this week we're talking about carbohydrates, complex carbs, simple carbs, 101. Let's get into it and let me explain the difference. So we, when it comes to carbohydrates, we have two different car- type of carbs. So we are believers, as you guys know, of a well-balanced diet. We believe that you need all the macronutrients. You have different diets. Like I think Adkins might have been the first one. Keto is a big one. I don't really know paleo. It's funny that people like people often like, what do you think of this diet or that diet? I'm I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And I don't mean to say that because I don't want to talk about it. It's just I don't spend my time studying other types of diets. We don't diet. Like we don't diet. We don't talk about diet we don't teach diet so um but these diets in particular are as far as i know no there's no carbs in there but that's not how we live that's not what we teach we believe that you should have a well-balanced diet of all the macronutrients so hopefully after this series you'll all understand and know what a macronutrient is and we have should have four to make a complete meal so again, that's antioxidant slash fiber. That would be vegetables. That's the easiest one for us that, as we live a plant-based diet. Proteins is one. Healthy fats is one. 
and carbs is one. So that's the four. So when it comes to carbs in particular, carbs react differently in our body. So if you are consuming a complex carb, that reacts differently than a simple carb. Now, I, I don't think there's a problem with carbs. I think that there's a problem with how we see carbs. So a lot of people see carbohydrates and they just automatically in their brain relate that to gained weight. Oh, you hear people all the time, I could eat a, he could eat whatever he wants. All I have to do is look at a donut and I gain 10 pounds. You hear that stuff, but there's a, I really feel like mentally, when you have that connection, visually, when words are connected, you can, like, that is energy. Like, you're converting that energy. So if you see carbohydrates and all you think of is gaining weight, then I feel like your body's going to find a way to gain weight when you introduce carbs into your life. But there's different types of carbs that people don't understand. And then there's portion sizes that is really challenging for a lot of people to control. And I think, like I said, it's not, it's the type of carbs as well and how much you're consuming. So let me get into, let me get into the different types. You know, the thing is like, you know, what's really challenging in, in North America is that carbs are in every meal, very similar to a meat. But in most cases, we have like an oatmeal for breakfast. We have toast. We have French toast. Pancakes are usually made from carbs. And then for lunch, you have bread, like bread, like you have a sandwich for bread. Like you make it at home, you go to Subway, like soup and sandwich. That's the thing, right? For lunch. So soups are, are, so you always have a bread or some type of bread, or maybe you have a pasta, but for dinner, for sure, we have pasta. Like that's the main dish. Or you have a bread roll on the side of your pasta. Or in most cases, we have a rice or a quinoa. Um, Probably not a quinoa. In most cases, we have like a white rice or a white potato on our plate, and that's the side. So we're just very carb heavy, which I think has translated to people being afraid of carbs. Dr. Hyman, I'm so confused about this low carb, no carb, high carb, I don't get it. What should I be eating? Are carbs bad for you? Are they good for you? What should I eat? Well, I've got something surprising to say to many of my listeners who've been following my work for a long time. Carbohydrates are the single most important thing you can eat for health and weight loss. And you're thinking right now, Dr. Hyman, have you gone nuts? What are you talking about? Carbohydrates? I thought you were always talking about how bad they are and how they cause diabetes and diabetes and insulin resistance and heart disease and make you fat and everything. So why would you be telling us to eat carbs? Why? Because all plant foods are carbohydrates. And when I'm talking about carbs, I'm talking about the good carbs are what we call slow carbs. These are carbs that don't spike your blood sugar. And these are fruits and vegetables. And even nuts and seeds contain carbs. These carbs are very low glycemic. They don't spike insulin. They don't spike blood sugar, which is the key here. And you know why they're so important? Because they contain all these amazing molecules called phytochemicals. So for example, broccoli, you could eat like 21 cups of broccoli and good luck if you can eat it. That's like 750 calories. But the net effect on your body would be not to spike your blood sugar, would not be to actually increase insulin, would actually be to fill your body with fiber and phytochemicals. If you have a lot of potatoes, probably not a good idea, especially the hybridized potatoes. But you know what? The little fingerling potatoes that come from Peru, those purple or red or little non-starchy potatoes, those are actually better for you. 
They have more phytonutrients. They don't spike your blood sugar as much. So you actually want to eat very original foods. Don't eat processed foods. Think about how far it went from the farm to your fork. If it took a lot of steps of processing, that's not good. But if it's a whole real fresh fruits or vegetables, those are all carbs. In fact, we should have 75% at least of our plate being these non-starchy vegetables and some low glycemic fruit like berries. That's okay. And then the rest of it is good quality fats and good quality protein to balance out your diet. But by volume, most of your diet should be carbs. By calories, it won't be, right? Because you could eat 21 cups of broccoli, if good luck, and that's only 700 calories. But the truth is you, you really get most of your calories from fat and from protein and very few from carbs. That's the key. High glycemic carbs are the bad ones. Pasta, bread, potatoes, rice, processed foods, a lot of grains, even whole grains sometimes can cause spikes in blood sugar. Now there's some other really cool carbs. One of them is called resistant starch. Now I'm gonna talk about this more later on in another blog, but a little preview. Resistant starch is a type of starch that doesn't spike your blood sugar, that improves insulin sensitivity and can even affect diabetes beneficially. And it also acts as a prebiotic to help fertilize all the good bugs. And that's another reason you want a lot of carbs because they provide fiber. They provide all the nutrients that help fertilize the good bugs in your gut. So remember, you wanna eat carbs, you want to eat the right carbs. You want to eat slow carbs, slow carbs that don't spike your blood sugar. So the pastas, and I love a bowl. I really love a bowl of pasta. I love it. Especially, it's, it's kind of funny, like, I'll probably eat more pasta at the beach because, like, I get really hungry after I jump out of the ocean. And it's just an easy meal. Like, it's just an easy way to make a big bowl of goodness. And when you're making pasta, like, for me, it's all about the, sides it's all about the condiments so for me i really like hot flakes on there on a on pasta is that weird i like hot flakes i like i, I'm, I love olives i'm not i don't i don't discriminate <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to olives i like green olives i love um stuffed olives i love black olives doesn't matter i love so you got to put olives in the pasta i really like artichokes artichoke hearts you can slice them put the artichoke hearts in the pasta i know i'm missing something oh capers i gotta have capers in my pasta so you have like your bowl of pasta and i like red sauce i like red sauce more than white sauce sounds good melody so that's <laughs> i like i like a good bowl of pasta too here's the thing though is that in most cases we have like a huge bowl or a huge plate of pasta so having a smaller one like portion control would be beneficial and then paying attention to what it is. Earth and I, this summer, we experimented with kvass flour. And so we were actually buying kvass flour. You can, um, kvass pasta, actually, that's what I meant to say. You can buy, I think they were like a sweet potato combination. You can buy quinoa pasta. Those are all really good choices as well, especially instead of a white pasta. Okay, so let me go down the line here and we'll talk about the two different sides. When it comes to carbs, we have our simple carbs. So simple carbs, the simple way to remember simple carbs is in most cases, the white ones. So you could look at white bread, white pasta, white rice. Someone just rode by the alley on their bike. So white pasta, white rice, white potatoes. What else is white? Can anyone else help me? Can anyone else help me out here? So those are roughly what we usually have on our plate. 
if you go to the other side, it's usually the darker one. So that's a, that's called a complex carb. So the complex carb is complex or slow digesting carbohydrates. So in most cases, you don't find too many nutrients in the white, the white stuff, like the white bread. I like think of Wonder Bread, white bread, you know, white, white potatoes, white rice, whatever there's like white pasta. You don't find a whole lot of nutrients, especially fiber. We want fiber to actually slow the digestion so it'll last longer. So here's the thing. If you have white carbs, it processes it like a sugar. It's, a, it's the same thing as, it's almost the same thing as eating a candy. So in most cases, you need the fiber and you also need the energy. So when you get a simple carb, you get a spike in your blood sugar and we don't want that spike. We want it to be even. <laughs> That's better than up and down like that because anytime you have a spike in your blood sugar, it always comes a crash and you always go lower than you go higher. So if you have complex carbs, you don't have that spike in your blood sugar levels. And you also have sustainable energy, mostly because there's fiber and, and it, which slows the digestion and it, which means it'll give you lasting sustainable energy. So you have, see someone that, you know, what's a good one is like white rice or like Chinese food, or you have to watch out for that MSG when you're, when you're going out to a buffet, for example. But if you have sushi is one, like usually like we, sometimes we try to find the brown rice ones. It's harder to find, but if you have sushi, <laughs> it's a tough one. If you have sushi, for example, it's, it's still clean. Like it's usually it's fresh. You have the seaweed in there. Like we usually order almost all veggies when it comes to sushi, but you're hungry, right? You're hungry. Not long after you have sushi, same thing with Chinese food. I think it's the white rice that acts almost as a filler for our belly, but, a, but it acts as a sugar and it processes it very quickly and you don't have sustainable fullness. You don't have sustainable energy. It's all like a spike and then there's a crash and then it's over. So if you look at the dark colored carbs, we're looking at sweet potatoes, probably at the top of my list for healthy carbs. So you have sweet potatoes and quinoa. That's very high at the top, near the top of the list as well. But it is, it's considered a, I can't even say the word, a cytograin, I think what it's called. But um, a pseudo, sorry, it's called a pseudo grain, but it's actually in the seed category. So that's why it's better than, than a regular grain. So a regular grain could cause inflammation in the body. For some people like oats, for example, they are difficult to digest. I think that's in part because they may not be gluten-free. Their oats must be gluten-free. Otherwise, they're spraying them with the GMO spray which causes them to dry quicker. So you have to avoid just any kind of oats. So if you're going to the, a restaurant and ordering oats for breakfast, that's going to, it's going to be genetically modified, which could cause digestion issues. And then I think we eat too much and we eat it too fast, which also causes gas and bloating and digestion issues. So I really think that carbs get a bad name for a number of different reasons. Like I talked about earlier, because we don't know which ones to consume. We don't know which uh, what size we should be consuming then like just little things like how quickly you're eating or what time of day. Like, for example, I would suggest having a carb in the afternoon, like a big plate of, big, excuse me, a plate of pasta. Now I understand that I just said that I, I like to have a big, I'd like to have a bowl of pasta after I jump out of the ocean. That's usually in the afternoon, but I try to have that earlier around 4 PM instead of 8 PM. That's a big difference because 4 p.m. I have some pasta. I'm still moving around. I'm still doing. I'm still doing a few things. 8 8 p.m. comes around. A lot of people don't eat. 
don't eat dinner until late in the evening. And then you have your, like a big old steak or you have your big, like a big piece of meat or a big bowl of pasta and you're not moving around. You're not able to burn that off. So it just sits there, which causes those digestion issues. So back to the complex carbs, we talked about sweet potato. We talked about, this is how I picture them in my head. That's why I'm up here. <laughs> so you have that sweet potato. We talked about quinoa, for example. Um, then we have, we have other types of grains. You could look at rice, for example. We have wild rice, whole grain rice, brown rice. Those are colored rices. Those are okay to consume as well. And then what else do we have? You can look at breads. For me, bread's at the very end of the tier. It's, pro it's processed, first of all. And it's also has, usually has tons of ingredients. If you're going to go with the bread, I would choose the sourdough bread. The only problem is the sourdough bread is usually white. I haven't seen a brown, like a brown or like a whole wheat sourdough. I don't know if they make them or it's possible. But um, because of the fermentation, because of the sourdough, that would be better. You could also look at sprouted grains. That's, a, that's an important one as well. We have sprouted ingredients in our vanilla protein, for example, and that's an important ingredient. We do sprouted uh, we do we do organic often increases the nutrient value as well and um, fermented as well those all help with digestion they all help increase the, nutri the nutrient value as well I'll have to ask Nick I don't know if we did a tier I think we did a tier for for breads but I, I'm not quite sure I'll have to go back and see if we have a graphic for you guys but, the, but those are the brown ones. Those are the ones we suggest that you have. Oats is another one. Like, I'm a fan of oats. Like I said, you have to be careful of how much you're consuming. But we, oatmeal is something that we regularly consume. So I would probably put that under quinoa. So I'd probably put sweet potatoes. Then I would put quinoa. Then I would put oats. And then I'd put rice. And then I'd put breads. So those are the, those are really the basics. If, if you guys have any questions about those carbs, let us know. But... Those are really, that's really the basics of understanding that there are two different types of carbohydrates and they react entirely different in our body. And that's all there is to it. Like if you could have a white refined type of product that processes quickly, almost instantly, like a candy, like that's how quickly some of the sugar processes in your body. And then you can look at, and then of course we have to look at weight gain, for example, like if you eat sugar, of course our body mass index is going to increase. But it's the same thing with white carbs, like those simple carbs. If we eat too many of them, our body fat, our body mass, um, our body mass is going to go up. That's just how it works. And then, especially if we're not burning those calories, if we're not working out and doing things like we should be doing. Um, so I would say, don't be afraid of carbs. I think that I think that we need carbs. Maybe that maybe that'll change in the future. I don't know. Like we do our own research. I know there's different research there's always different research there's always different information coming out but a lot of people don't have carbs and they wonder why they don't have any energy well unless your body unless unless see that i'm not i'm not against keto by any means but the problem with keto is is that people go on it when it's convenient so they might go on a keto for like a weekend for example or they might experiment with it and then eat, like, eat whatever they want and then try to do keto like that's, that's fine. Like keto works great for a lot of people and there's tons of health benefits to something like that. And I, and I know there might be some keto people in here. I'm not picking on keto in particular. All I'm saying is that there is, there's benefits to it if, you, if it's done properly. I, I just think that it's really hard for a lot of people to, 
to do it the proper way. And then also have a problem with like, the, like all the meat, because like, we're not meat, like we don't eat that much meat, but having a problem with all the meat and all the other types of food, like bacon, for example, like go ahead and eat um, as much bacon as you want and then have some avocado. Like, I think that wreaks havoc on, on, on the digestion system, like, on the digestive system, you know, in many different ways. So I think there's a, there's a proper way to go about everything. So as long as you're doing these types of things in a, in a healthy manner, then we actually, Dorothy and I actually did the keto diet for, I think I did seven days and Dorothy did 10 days. It was interesting. It was different. It wasn't something we felt sustainable in our lifestyle. There's a lot of meat and there's a lot of packaging that I know that sounds, it probably sounds ridiculous to a lot of people because of people don't, I don't, a lot of people don't consider the environment like we do, but we really try to reduce packaging. We try to reduce our carbon footprint everywhere we go with everything that we do. And by buying so much, so many, so many of those meat products, it was, everything was in plastic and I mean, I'm sure maybe that's what it has. It has to be like that, but we had three times the amount of garbage or trash in, uh, in that week that we were experimenting with that than without it. So that's another reason, at least for us, it just made more sense to reduce waste and reduce plastic. And then, um, we, we've been researching plant-based over, over years. It, it, it was, and it was a natural progression. It wasn't like overnight. We just understand the benefits of plant-based and how great we feel. And uh, that work, it works well for us. And then it works well for a lot of people that we work with as well, too. So. Hey, guys. Dr. Axe here, founder of DrAxe.com and, and doctor of natural medicine. You know, what I want to answer today is one of the most common questions I get on Facebook and on my online page, and that is how many carbohydrates should you eat per day? And we know that there are a lot of different diets out there. Some saying go completely carb-free like the ketogenic diet, and some saying, hey, you need to be eating more carbs and low fat. And I want to answer that question here. And let me say this, it really depends on your health goals and how many carbs you should eat per day. And it really depends on your body type. But for most people, let's say you're consuming uh, 1,600 calories or 2,000 calories a day, is you want carbohydrates to typically be about 40% of your overall intake of calories. And again, that really depends on person. And that's for an active person. If you're active, about 40% of your calories should come from carbs, another 30% protein, another 30% fat in general. And again, that does depend. For some people, you may consume a lot higher fat diet if your goal is to become a fat burner. For some people, they may need more protein as well if you're really trying to pack on some muscle. But in general, the amount of carbs you should consume per day is probably going to be in between 500 and 800 calories per day from carbohydrates. And that's going to typically be about 150 to 200 grams of carbohydrates per day is what you should be eating. So 200 is that upper amount, actually even as low as 120 may be ideal. So when you're counting your carbohydrates, 120 to 200 for most people is ideal when it comes to burning fat and just overall general health. And so let me, let me remind you of this. Carbohydrates are not evil. There's a lot of people today out there saying carbs are bad. You know, we've had things like the Atkins diet and South Beach diet and paleo diet and ketogenic diet today, where some of them have sort of painted carbohydrates in a bad light. And listen, you need carbohydrates for energy. It's important for cellular function. But the truth is most people are getting way too many carbohydrates in their diet per day. And let me give you something in perspective as well. 
you know, blueberries are an amazing superfood. And they have antioxidants, they have carbohydrates, they have fiber, they have vitamins and minerals. But if I take blueberries and I just extract the sugar out of it and you just have fructose, well, that sugar by itself without the fiber, without the antioxidants, without the minerals is now toxic to your body. So sugar and carbohydrates have gotten a bad rap for that reason because there have been a lot, because so many of the foods we have today, they're isolated compounds that are not real foods. Again, fructose by itself, sugar, it's not a real food. It's toxic, toxic to your system versus blueberries or sourdough bread or something else along those lines are real food. Even raw honey, those are foods. They have cofactors or nutrients with them that support absorbability and digestibility. It's a similar thing with white rice versus brown rice. Well, how many carbs should you consume per day? Well, it depends on the form you're getting them. In brown rice, you could actually eat a little bit of a bigger serving because there's fiber there that's going to slow the absorption of those carbohydrates turning into sugar versus white rice will turn into sugar almost immediately. And so I think you see my point here. But in general, to answer your question, how many carbohydrates sh should you consume per day? For most people, in between 120 and 200 grams per day. And I would say the ideal amount for most people is about 150 grams total of carbohydrates per day. But again, that really depends on your activity level. It depends on your body type and goals. But the, one of the best things you can do is take time and make a food diary. Write down for three to seven days what you're eating on a daily basis. And then really start monitoring your overall fat, carb, and protein intake and what you're eating in terms of food. And then see how your body does. If your goal is weight loss, then really look at what you were eating, weigh yourself or test your body fat again, see where you're at. And I mentioned, want to mention this as well. My overall philosophy isn't just about quantity. It's not about counting carbohydrates. It's not about counting fat and protein. It's about not about quantity. It's about the quality of the food you're eating. I would actually challenge you rather than counting carbohydrates, instead, count the quality of nutrients you're eating. Get more grass-fed uh, animal products. Get more fruits get more vegetables, get more sprouted nuts and seeds like chia seeds, consume more coconut products, but just eat real food. I think you'll see if you just start eating real food in these five categories, wild-caught meats, fruits, vegetables, sprouted nuts and seeds and beans, and then raw fermented dairy products like yogurt and raw cheeses, things like kefir and yogurt. If you really stick to those five food groups, you are going to burn fat fast, your body is going to heal, and I think you'll see that that's a better strategy than overall counting carbohydrates. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sticking around till the end. We so much appreciate you. We couldn't be here without you. We're on multiple radio stations across the world. We're in different countries now, states, provinces. We couldn't be more excited to keep bringing you content in different areas and new places. You could be listening as a podcast around the world as well. We're on all the podcasting platforms, Apple Music, I think they changed it to. <laughs> then we're on Spotify. And I mean, you could be listening on any number of different podcasting platforms, regardless of where you're listening or regardless of what your favorite podcasting platform is. We really appreciate you coming in to see what we have going on. I hope that gave you a little bit of different perspective when it comes to carbohydrates in general, as you heard. So I suppose I should take a step back and let you know that that was pre-recorded, like that interview, if you will. Dorothy and I sat there with our fitness family, 
and what our fitness family is, it's a it's a paid monthly membership group where we do workouts, fitness routines, uh, recipes, grocery shopping lists. If you we do live workouts twice a week, and then we also do cooking with Dorothy every Monday night, and then every Sunday we do a new uh, we call it Success Sunday. Every Sunday morning we share the new recipes and the new meal plans and the new workouts and get everyone prepped and ready and rock, rocking for the week. So if you're a regular listener, you would have heard us talk about our Fit Fam or our monthly membership in the past. But maybe if you're new, you're not sure what that was. I thought it was a really, a really nice clip and we don't usually share behind the scenes, but I thought let's share this conversation with everyone else, with the rest of the world. Let's talk about carbs. We'll tell you about the difference and maybe that'll help. And I actually also released a new version of the second edition of Detoxify Yourself. I'm really excited about it. I added 150 brand new pages. I talk about macronutrients. That's one of the new chapters that I wanted to share with you. Macronutrients is a big one. And we talk about this subject in particular. We talk about all the macronutrients though. Talk about protein. This one here is carbohydrates, antioxidants, fiber, and healthy fats. So um, if you guys are interested in that, you can head over to trueformlife.com and you can purchase right from our website. That's called Detoxify Yourself. At any rate, that's all I have for you. Once again, thank you so much. I hope you experiment with different carbs. See what's a little bit better for you. See what you enjoy more. Your taste buds, see how your body reacts. But definitely got to stay away from those certain carbs we talked about, those simple carbs, those white carbs we talked about earlier in the show. Um, once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Taddea, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.